0: Welcome, America. Fasten your seatbelts.
1: This is The Jay Sheldon Show. Biden, the Supreme Leader, very proud of his political prisoners. What an ass. Hey, you want to go to Mars? Mmm, you actually could. Well, sort of. We'll talk about that. And Cheerios. Cheerios scary story about the breakfast that most people eat, man I remember Cheerios when I was a kid, not if you didn't put a whole lot of sugar on it, anyway we'll talk about that and a lot more, we got a jam show tonight, welcome to the Jay Sheldon show, hey we're back, we're live, it's a Tuesday, oh boy how exciting, yeah I know, What a nerd day. You know, it's like a Tuesday and Thursdays are like, me, whatever. Hey, we want to welcome in our newest followers, and there is a big list. We had a huge show last night, and we uh, got some great people to follow us, and we thank them very much. A hat tip to Michael Flynn, Apache Roberts, McGroin Hertz. Are you part of the McGroin family over on Dan Bongino's show? Man, if you are, I am so honored to have a McGroin as part of my followers. Wow, I, I'm I'm floored. McGroin Hurts. Uh Booty and Prosutagus. Uh Ed from Needles, Marcus M K E, Perry Reese, Billy from Buffalo, and Chindenburg, all part of of the Jay Sheldon Show audience. Thank you guys so much for the follow. I really appreciate it. It means the world to me from the bottom of my old wrinkled heart. All right. Uh, Blackout Coffee is one of our sponsors. Make sure you check them out. The link is in our show notes. Be awake, not woke, blackout coffee is the most amazing coffee you will ever have. It's fresh roasted. They only roast it after you order. They ship them out less than a week. You've got a bag of roasted coffee beans that will blow you away. They are an all-American company, and they are all about what? makes America great making a good product blackout coffee use our promo code to checkout. j20 for 20% off your first order 20% off your first order with blackout coffee the link is in our show notes check it out before we get into my lead story tonight this popped up on x and I had to share it because it pisses me off to no end the media is not releasing the names of the Kansas City Chiefs Parade shooters. Why? Because they're minors. They're under 18. Okay, let me just remind you of something. If you're a mass shooter at the Kansas City Chiefs Parade, the media will protect your identity. If you're a fan in face paint, at a Kansas City Chiefs game, the media will try and ruin your life. Calling you a racist at nine years old. Now this kid got his payback and he will get more because they're going to court. Good on you and good luck. But it is incredible that these asses in the media will not release the names of the Kansas City Chiefs parade shooters because they're minors and yet they will do what they did to this amazing Chiefs fan. Had to share that because it's, wow, yeah, exactly, all right, well, yes, Mr. Dirtbag, bag of rotting oatmeal in the White House, Joe Blyden. Proudly, proudly, in a speech, letting you know exactly what kind of tyrannical bullshit they've pulled. Folks, right now, right at this very moment, rotting in federal prisons are hundreds of January 6th protesters. They're not insurrectionists. Not one of them, nor anyone, has been charged with insurrection. They've been forced into ridiculous plea deals. They've been convicted and sentenced to astronomically ridiculous sentences. And every single one of them is nothing less than a political prisoner of the Biden regime it's disgusting that in this country we as free citizens who have the right to express our opinion are winding up in prison imagine imagine the international outrage if a world leader bragged about the number of political dissidents he had jailed imagine The world and the press would be beside themselves, screaming and yelling because they protested his election. Take a look and a listen to this
2: moron. But the legal path just took Trump back to the truth, that I'd won the election and he was a loser. Well, so knowing how his mind works, now he had one—he had one act left, one desperate act available to him: the violence of January the sixth. Since that day, more than one thousand two hundred people have been charged for their assault on the Capitol. Nearly nine hundred of them have been convicted or pled guilty. Collectively, to date. They have been sentenced to more than 840 years in prison. And what's Trump done? Instead of calling them criminals, he's called these, ex- these insurrectionists patriots.
1: That would be because that's exactly what they are patriots. These patriots. Are serving a collective total of over 800 years they've been sentenced to in prison. God help this country if President Trump doesn't get reelected in November. With these kind of tyrannical jailing your political opponents. It's the end of the free world if things don't change. Things have got to change, and you've got to do everything you can to get out there. Get yourself registered to vote if you're not. Get 10, bring 10 of your friends, or however many you can put together. Go in a group, make it an outing. Get registered. Vote, 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 and encourage your other friends. Use your social media. We have to get rid of this asshole and his entire... In fact most of the swamp needs to get cleared out tough job when trump was first elected he was new to washington frankly he made some mistakes some of the people he appointed were working every moment of every day against him to fight against trump now when he gets back in he's had four years he knows the system he knows where all the cracks are. He knows where all the skeletons are buried. I can see a cleanup operation like no other. God protect this man until November. And we get him elected back into office. Clean this crap out. This idiot. And to be st- and, and you hear the audience like a bunch of trained seals. Yay! Arr, 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 arr. Incredible. Incredible. As if that wasn't bad enough, it gets worse. I mean, that's pretty bad. That's about as bad as you can get. But here we go. It's actually happening. February 2024 update. They have just made it official. A new bill introduced called the Courage to Serve Act. This will allow migrants to serve in the U.S. military and get citizenship with benefits. They're trying everything in every way they can. A new proposal in Washington that would help migrants get an expedited path to citizenship would require them to first serve in the U.S. military. So we're going to take these terrorist spies do batters, stick them in a uniform and give them a gun. Oh yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. <laughs> right fox eyes, Morgan McKay joins us. Details on the bill. No higher honor than serving your country in uniform. There really is That honor is about to get destroyed because it's being extended to these illegal aliens. Their first act entering this country was to break the law. We're going to offer them a quick path to citizenship and the ability to serve in our military. This moron Congressman Pat Ryan called the Courage to Serve Act. The bill offered qualified and vetted migrants an expedited path to citizenship. According to Ryan last year, the military services collectively missed recruiting goals by about 41,000, leaving some crucial positions unfilled. Well, dude, maybe if the military weren't trying to be woke instead of learning how to fight and defend the country, we would have more military-aged people wanting to volunteer to join. At this point, with the face you people are putting forward of the U.S. military, it's a complete freaking embarrassment. Why would anyone in their right mind want to join this woke, sick-ass military? I'm sorry for the people who are currently serving, and my hat is off to you. You men and women put your lives on the line every day. You've dedicated your life to this country. And they are doing everything they can to destroy it from the inside. More than 173,000 migrants just in New York City in the past two years. City uh, still caring for close to 70,000. If the 10 members of Congress who represent the state of New York would simply exercise their clout, walk down to Speaker Johnson's office and say, our state needs to help right now, they can no longer financially afford to handle this number of people. Aw, suffer. And when you're done suffering, suffer some more. How you dealing with that trucker's strike, Huh? Starting to see that? Starting to see some empty grocery shelves? You will. Unbelievable. And the up end of this, there's no up end. The out, the end of this is after they've served, they get a fast track to becoming a citizen. everything they can to completely destroy the United States of America you need to contact your congressman fight against this bill, it's just a bill, it's a proposal right now, doesn't mean it has to pass And God help us if it does did you eat Cheerios as a kid, maybe you still eat Cheerios I know as a kid, I did. Kinda grew out of the whole breakfast cereal thing in my teenage years. But Cheerios has been around for a long time. This is a story from the Gateway Pundit and it is scary. Cheerios and Quaker Oats, reportedly exposing Americans to a chemical that may cause infertility. Oh yeah. Anna Paulina Luna, a representative on the House Oversight Committee, is going to hold hearings on this new development. Man, that is some scary stuff. A new report from the Environmental Working Group examined the presence of Chlormiquot. Chlormiquot is a pesticide that has been linked to infertility could be on the rise from previous studies detected in four out of five people in their latest study. Four out of five people. Study suggests using products made with organic oats could reduce exposure to the pesticide. Since 1993, the EWG has shined a spotlight on outdated legislation, harmful agricultural processes, and industry loopholes that pose a risk to our health and the health of the environment, frankly. This new report says chlormaquat was not allowed on oats sold in the US before 2018. With the Trump EPA first game uh, first-time approval for some amount of the chemical in imported oats. That same admin in 2020 increased the allowable level. Well, how stupid was that? They expressed their opposition to Biden's 2023 allowance of Chlormaquat manufacturer Tominko's use of the pesticide on barley, oat, triton kale, wheat, all grown here in the U.S., The U.S., they said regulatory changes might help explain why we're seeing more frequent, higher detections of that chemical in Americans tested. Four out of five people tested showed positive for this chemical which is in, among other things, Cheerios and... Quaker Oats I like Quaker Oats actually no I don't just use it plain I'm an old man so I got to eat my oats <laughs> I need my regularity wow we've we've come to that on this show anyway I usually take and put some maple syrup or some honey on it mix it in much better that way <laughs> anyway if you're using it I would suggest you might want to hold off just a bit because until they get this thing fixed, if that chemical's in there and you're sucking it into your pie hole, not a good thing. Connected to infertility. Wow. Dang. Hey, you want to go to Mars? Great idea, huh? I would love I would love to actually. I would absolutely love to go to Mars. There is a chance that you could well sort of not technically Mars but the next best thing we'll tell you about that coming up right now just take a quick break here for one of our sponsors that would be NordVPN if you are online without a VPN you are making a big mistake folks you've got to get yourself a VPN protect your personal data your personal privacy in today's digital online age privacy security more important than ever and that is why NordVPN should be your VPN of choice. If you're not using one at all, you're, you're stupid. It's just, I'm sorry, I love you to death, but please, wake up, smell the coffee, smell the blackout coffee. You need to get a VPN to protect yourself, protect your online activity, your privacy. Everybody, hackers, the government, even your ISP, the people you pay for your internet, They're sucking out your data and selling it off to marketers. Oh yeah, they are. Your ISP, you are paying these people money for internet access and they're stealing your data and making money that way too. With NordVPN, you can browse the web securely, safely, without worrying about hackers, snoopers, the government. And they have military-grade encryption, which means your data, your personal data is safe and secure all the time when you're online use a VPN not difficult to use you put the app on whether it's your phone or your laptop or your desktop start it up click one button that's it you're done you're connected and you are masked you are invisible your IP is not your IP and people can't track what you're doing with every Nord VPN account you will get up to six, you can connect up to six different devices. Six different devices. Now, I just mentioned this last night. It's a brilliant idea. We talk about, you know, you can use your, your handphone, your laptop, your spouse, your kids. But don't forget your parents. A lot of parents, older parents are online, but they're not all that tech savvy. They don't really know about ISPs and hackers and things like that. And they t- tend to do things that are a little dangerous. Get them on the system. You can with a single NordVPN account, you can hook up to six devices. That would include your parents, maybe they use a desktop or a laptop at home. Honestly, great idea because you know, older people sometimes. Look at these connection speeds, VPN servers. Nord has over 6,700 servers, uh, connection speed rather, MBPS, far and away above. What anybody else has got that's one of the things people worry that it's gonna slow you down it doesn't not with Nord VPN servers over 6,000 they do malware scans for downloads leaked credentials searches trackers ad blockers all that with a single account at Nord VPN and if you use the link down there in our show notes you will get a two-year plan 63% off and three months free for a friend $3.99 a month, less than a cup of coffee, and you can be on the way to a secure internet experience. Please, honestly, do not go online without a VPN. Nord is the one to go with. They're in our show notes. Check on the link. Click it. Get signed up. Get your parents on the system. Okay, let's go to Mars, shall we? Let's head out there. NASA is looking for volunteers. Hello, I'm over here. It's a one year long simulated Mars mission. This is so cool. I always do space stuff when I find it because I love space stuff. This is cool. They have a new Mars mission and they're looking for volunteers who will spend an entire year living in a simulated version of the Red Planet, surface on Mars, a three-day printed habitat, 3D printed habitat, called the Mars Dune Alpha. There's a picture of it there. Wow! It'll help inform the agency's plans for human exploration of Mars, according to a statement from NASA. Look at that. Second of three planned ground-based missions, known as Chapi. Crew Health and Performance Exploration Analog. Going to start in the spring, so just a few months away. And you taking part, you'll be compensated. More information provided during the candidate screening process. To qualify, you have to be a U.S. citizen. (laughs) Don't get me started. A non-smoking U.S. citizen. Healthy, permanent resident, between 30 and 55 years old and be proficient in English. You must have the required STEM qualifications and experience in the field or a minimum of 1,000 hours piloting an aircraft or the requisite military experience. not that odd? Each mission involves a four-person volunteer crew living and working inside a 1,700-foot 3D-printed habitat based at NASA's Johnson Space Center in Houston. It simulates the challenges of a mission on Mars, including resource limitations, equipment failures, communication delays, other environmental stressors. Crew tasks include simulated spacewalks, robotic operations, habitat maintenance, exercise, and crop growth. They are accepting applications right now. I assume probably you can find something on the NASA website. The applications will close on April 2nd, not too long away. I think that would be cool. I don't qualify, obviously, but that would be cool. And you get paid. I'm to take a year off from work and go to Mars. I like that idea. <laughs> ah man, Why not? I think it'd be cool as hell. Hey, we talked about uh, hackers and the people who want to steal your information. The latest thing, of course, is ransomware where they take over your computer, steal your data and lock it up and then threaten if you don't pay them a certain amount of money they will either destroy your information or leak it out to the public well some of these ransomware gangs just got a bit of their comeuppance This from the Bangkok Post cyber ransom gangs operation disrupted by an international operation lockbit which apparently is like the Walmart of ransomware groups, runs very much like a business. That's actually the site now for Lockbit. This site is under control of law enforcement. (laughs) Ha ha, good. Lockbit, notorious cybercrime gang that holds its victims' data to ransom has been disrupted in a very rare international law enforcement operation. U.S.-U.K. authorities said yesterday it was run by Britain's National Crime Agency and the U.S. Federal Bureau of Investigation, Europol, which is the European version of Interpol, and a coalition of international police agencies. The site is now under control of the National Crime Agency, working in close cooperation with the FBI, Operation Kronos. NCA spokesman, U.S. Department of Justice, confirmed agencies have disrupted the gang and said the operation was ongoing and developing. Listen to this. Officials in the U.S. where LockBit has hit more than 1,700 organizations in nearly every industry, financial services, food, schools, transportation, government departments they are the world's top ransomware threat and now they've been taken down a representative for lockbit didn't respond to messages <laughs> no surprise there they did post messages on a uh, encrypted message app saying it had backup servers not affected by the law enforcement action <laughs> The FBI did not respond to any request for comments. The Post named other international police organizations from France, man, everybody, France, Japan, Switzerland, Canada, Australia, Sweden, the Netherlands, Finland, Germany. LockBit and their affiliates have hacked some of the world's largest organizations in recent months. The gang makes money by stealing sensitive data and then threatening to leak it if the victim fails to pay an exorbitant ransom. Wow, but their time is likely coming to an end, good. Get yourself a a, a VPN folks, seriously. Chances are you're not gonna get hacked by these people because you just, you know, common everyday Joe Blow. But you can, it can happen no matter how big or small you are, it can happen. Who's running the country? That's the question that's been on everybody's mind, because Lord know it, is, it isn't that dementia-ridden idiot in the White House. Robert Kennedy Jr., RFK. He has a, uh, man, this RFK guy, between vaccines and the like, he's coming, he just doesn't put up any crap. He calls a spade a spade. He's implied in a social media post that Biden is not running the country. Ouch. Former Democrat, now independent candidate for president, RFK Jr., posted on X about the White House denying him Secret Service protection, which he absolutely should have. Here's the post. He says, During the 35 years I've known Joe Biden, he's always demonstrated his core decency. He's shown his affection and esteem for my family by uh, displaying a bust of my father in the Oval Office. I suspect the White House decision to deny me Secret Service protection and many other more important decisions are being made not by the president himself, but by the anonymous men in lanyards who now seem to be running our government. This is RFK Jr. Kennedy coming right out and just basically not really hiding it saying Biden's not running the show kinda what we all suspect anyway. Although he didn't specifically give names of who he thinks is actually in charge it's clear from that post, he does not believe Biden is the one running the show. And I mean, come on, seriously? is not the only one saying that. Ted Cruz told Fox News' Sean Hannity in March. He said this, Sean, the sad truth is the socialists are in charge of the White House. Biden certainly is not. But the people he surrounded himself with have a very simple approach to everything. They want to spend money they don't have, and they want to raise taxes on you. When Biden does not know even his own defense secretary, Lloyd Austin's name, that certainly doesn't help the case. So RFK Jr. jumping on the bandwagon, saying what we already know, that the rotting bag of flesh in the White House ain't running things. He can't he couldn't possibly more good news from the Daily Wire Charles Barkley you remember him from the NBA Man, that's an even I and I don't follow sports that much I certainly don't follow the NBA Apache Roberts hey welcome in Apache Roberts we gave you a hat tip at the start of the show for being one of our new followers thank you Deep State Obama Inc you call man thousand percent thousand percent pal deep state and obama inc are exactly the puppet masters in this situation let's look at san francisco charles barkley former nba huge megastar has ripped san francisco yes i love picking on these idiots You saw the story we did last night, right? They appointed a non-citizen to the San Francisco Election Commission. Morons, morons. Charles Barkley ripped San Francisco during a live NBA All-Star broadcast. He says you can't even walk around down there. There's the man. Who is he promoting Redmond Vodka? He slammed San Francisco during that live broadcast on Sunday, covering the game on TNT's alternate broadcast. Barkley discussed the 2024 All-Star Game location in Indianapolis with a lot of other analysts, including Pacers legend Reggie Miller, Draymond Green of the Golden State Warriors. Green got the conversation rolling when he complained about the frigid temperatures in Indianapolis. Hey, Reggie, we love you. Let's not have another All-Star Game in Indiana. Let's let this be the last one. And then Barkley took a shot at San Francisco which is the home of Green's Warriors. Hey Reggie, if you had a chance to being in the cold or being around a bunch of homeless crooks in San Francisco, which would you take? And Barkley asked, sparking the ire of another analyst. We love San Francisco, says Candace Barker. No we don't, Barkley shot back. You can't even walk around down there. Green, who appeared frustrated with Barclay's criticism, replied, yes, you can walk around. And Barclay said, yeah, with a bulletproof vest. (laughs) Exactly (laughs) right. You can't even walk around down there. Charles Barclay calling it like he sees it. The rest of that story is in our show notes if you want to read the whole thing. Love it. Love it. (coughs) last night we told you about President Trump's sneakers sold out within hours of being offered for sale I don't know what 399 bucks a piece one guy bid on an autographed pair spent 9,000 bucks Robin Ware Deep State WEF and Obama Inc adding to the list exactly right (laughs) pal unbelievable thanks Robin we appreciate it thank you sir or ma'am hard to say don't want to misgender you (laughs) (laughs) Biden's shoe jokes after Trump's sneaker con shoe deal Former President Trump launched the Golden Sneaker line which we told you about last night on Saturday a day after the New York judge ordered him to pay 355 plus million dollars sold out on the website by Saturday night craze over the weekend 2024 presidential election spurred jokes and memes about Trump's older opponent Biden We're just mad the Biden campaign didn't think to drop Biden's shoes at SneakerCon. Another person joked, Biden's shufflers with anti-slip and anti-fall technology. Now, this has been going on for a while, and I have an exclusive. I know, we don't get many. We're a fairly small show. We're growing by leaps and bounds every day. A laden, is it a laden? I think so. Who the fuck knows? We know it ain't that moron puppet rat shit. Yeah. <laughs> Again, thousand percent. You got it. Could not agree more. All right. So. So Trump comes out with his shoes. I told you I had an exclusive. Biden has come out with his own shoe line. We have a picture. I am going to share it with you now. Why do I have no mic? Well, there you go. There are a picture exclusive to this show. You will not see this anywhere else. That is a picture of Biden's new line of shoes. Wow, I'm impressed. I am impressed hey how much do we hate electric vehicles this much this much I would say it's probably more you have no idea you've seen the stories we did another one last night about EVs manufacturers getting away from manufacturing them Biden even backing down himself on pushing EVs now This is good news for a whole bunch of reasons. Electric vehicles are so unpopular that entire mines are being shut down. Yeah. You know, they've got to mine the cobalt, which goes into these batteries. A lot of times, in a lot of countries, this is horrendously bad, yeah. Apache Roberts says, are those shoes selling on eBay for 25,000? I would doubt you'd get 25 bucks for them, if at all. Electric vehicles so unpopular that the mines where they mine the cobalt for the batteries are actually shutting down. Supply of rare earth minerals essential for EV components exceeds demand, according to the Wall Street Journal. Mines around the world are ceasing operations or halting construction projects in response to the huge falling demand. Nobody wants them. $1.3 billion plant in North Carolina operated by Albemarle announced it was deferring spending on the project amid the market turmoil, according to the Wall Street Journal. Total market share of EVs 3.1% 3.1% January 2023 3.6% in December a year later The share of US vehicle inventory grew from 2.8 to 5.7% in that same time frame All of these rare earth elements cobalt mines you've seen the pictures out in different places where the children are being forced labored into mining these things. Hopefully those will be the ones that get shut down first. It's good news. The price of lithium is down around 90% since the beginning of the last year. Price of nickel cut in half in that same time frame. A mine in the Pacific French island of New Caledonia recently suspended operations despite providing more than 6% of the world's nickel supply. Wow. So how much do we hate EVs? That much. That's a lot. Good news all around. Absolutely good news. Ridiculous. You want EVs, drive yourself an EV. You want the inconvenience, Never, never, you know, worrying about how far you're going to get, if you're going to run out of power, what happens when it's so cold, your car won't start. You know, it's funny, nobody thinks about how cold weather affects electric vehicles and batteries. No charging stations in any convenient location. Unbelievable. Hey, got a story that I almost hesitated to share because it's not the smartest thing to do but dogs going crazy in the background yeah this is not a soundproof studio maybe those slave children in Africa and China can get back to elementary school says a laden yeah that'd be a great idea yeah Uh, this from crazy clips a post over on X a student unidentified student actually tackles a school shooter as he reloads his shotgun. This is amazing video, folks. This is absolutely incredible. The balls on this guy, I'm telling you. Take a look at this. It's frightening. That actually, is that the student or the shooter? Guy is in a school with a shotgun, already fired off rounds. Watch what happens.
0: This isn't an action movie, but real-time video of what a hero actually looks like. The just-released surveillance video from 2014 shows alleged Seattle Pacific University gunman Aaron Ibarra reloading his shotgun inside the school. Three students have already been shot when right there... John Meese, a 22-year-old senior at the time, dashes out in bare feet and pepper sprays him right in the face. Wrestling the gun from Ibarra's hands, Meese runs to put it out of reach. Then, amazingly, Meese returns and rushes Ibarra a second time, even though he's holding a knife. These are people that are prepared to kill as many people as possible, so you're gonna have to act and you're gonna have to act fast. One student was killed and two injured in the attack, but if not for Mies, risking his own life, officials can only imagine what the toll might have been.
1: Wow. Now look, folks, I can't recommend you do the same. Some people just respond. In this case, thankfully, it worked out really well and it was stopped. That may not have been the case. Guy took a hell of a chance, but thank God he did. And that is one brave high school student. Incredible. Wow. Now that, again, that incident happened in 2014, but they only just now released the video of it. That is nuts. And congratulations to that amazing student. Wow. I got one more, and it is a quick one, (laughs) but you're going to love it. How old are you? I'm 66. I know. I'm an old fart. I don't care. Had a great life. Love what I'm doing now. Had the most amazing experiences. I'll tell you about them one day. But um, how old are you? I would say if you're over 40, wait, Robin Ware says that shooter was a Hispanic, right? No, actually, I don't know, and I can't tell. Other than from the name, it looked like it. Surprised they actually did release the video. If he was white, they never would have released it at all. You know, exactly, exactly. Every time there's a shooter and the race isn't the white, right color, it disappears just like that Happens time and time and time again. All right, back to it. How old are you? Are you this old? Can you hear this picture? And then it would always go welcome <laughs> remember that AOL America online man that was so what a what a memory what and that phone connecting and I'm on the internet hang up the phone absolutely incredible you can actually when you look at that picture you, you can you can actually hear the picture <laughs> insane ah man I so remember those days and I don't know who that guy was that did that voice but he must have made a fortune simply for one word welcome (laughs) Apache Robert says 64 here old as fart fossil myself dial-up yeah (laughs) you're right yeah dial-up modems man that was the day back in the day I was actually on the internet when it was mostly just text files, green green type on a black screen. To download a picture you had to download like 20 files and then have a program that would stitch them all together and it would slowly scan across the screen. Porn was the same way back then. You wanted to download a dirty picture. Took you an hour and a half for one, one still picture. We've come a long way, haven't we? Pun intended.
2: Oh man,
1: how time, and you know it hasn't been that long. This was the 80s, early 80s, when I was back on the internet right when it became popular. The internet's been around since forever, like the 60s, but it really didn't hit publicly until the 80s. I was there, I was part of it, (laughs) insane. Jsheldon.com, by the way in its various iterations over the many years, that's still there. Right now, I'm just using it to promote this show, but it's still up, still running, been around for, I don't know, 30 years now, I guess. Long time. Okay, time to get on with our book here. And uh, if you don't know, if you're new to the show, <clears throat> we read books, classic children's literature. We have done so many great books, The Wizard of Oz, White Fang, Jungle Book, Alice in Wonderland, Peter Pan, uh the Little Prince, Winnie the Pooh, We start at the beginning, read ourselves a little piece at a time all the way through till we get to the end, and then we start a new one. And uh, right now, we just finished Treasure Island, which was fantastic. Right now, we're doing The Five Little Peppers and How They Grew. I actually remember my mom reading this book to us when we were kids. Such a long time ago. All right, so let's get on with it, shall we? It is the five little peppers and how they grew. And we were just finishing breakfast and cleaning up. Here we go. I'm sorry I can't help you do dishes, Polly, said David, running after Joel. I'm going to help her, said Phronsie. I am. So Polly got the little wooden tub she always used, gave Phronsie the well worn cup napkin, and allowed her to wipe the handless cups and cracked saucers, which afforded the little one intense delight. Don't you wish, Polly, said little Phronsie, bustling around with a very important air, nearly smothered in the depths of the big brown apron Polly had carefully tied under her chin, that you didn't Ever and ever have so many dishes to do? Uh, maybe, said Polly thoughtlessly. And the boy's are going to work at Deacon Blodgett's woodpile. Well, I told you, I tell you, said Phronsie, confidentially, setting down a cup she'd polished with a great care. I'm going to do them all tomorrow for you, Polly. I can, truly. Let me now, Polly, do. Nonsense, said Polly, giving a great splash with her mop at the tub, ashamed of her inward repinings. Phronsie, you're no bigger than a mouse. Yes, I am, retorted Phronsie very indignantly. Her face began to get very red, and she straightened up so suddenly to show Polly just how very big she was, and that her little head came up against the edge of the tub. Over it went. A pile of saucers followed. There now, cried Polly. See what you've done! Oh, whimpered Phronsie, breaking into a subdued roar. Oh, Polly, it's running down my back. Is it? said Polly, bursting out into a laugh. Never mind, Phronsie. I'll dry you. Dear me, Polly said Mrs. Pepper. Who'd looked up in time to see the tub racing along by itself towards the provision room, a stream of dishwater following in its wake? She will be wet clear through. Do get off her things quick. Yes'm, cried Polly, picking up the tub and giving two or three quick sops to the floor. Here you are, pussy, grabbing Phronsie, lying as she was, and carrying her into the bedroom. When you're big and strong, said Polly, giving her a hug, you shall do them every day. May I really? asked little Fonzie, blinking through the tears, looking radiant. Yes, truly, every day. Then I'll grow up right away, I will said phronsie bursting out merrily and she sat down pulled off the well-worn shoes into which a big pool of dishwater had run while polly went for dry stockings so you shall said polly coming back with a big piece of gingerbread in her hand and this will make you grow phronsie ho ho and little phronsie's white teeth shut down quickly on the comforting morsel Gingerbread didn't come often enough in the Pepper household to be lightly esteemed. Now, said Mrs. Pepper, when order was restored, the floor washed up brightly in every cup and platter in its place, hobnobbing away to themselves on the shelves in the old corner cupboard, and Polly had come as usual with needle and thread to help her mother Polly was getting so she could do the plain parts on the coats and jackets, which filled her with pride at the very thought. Now, said Mrs. Pepper, you needn't help me this morning, Polly. I'm getting on pretty smart, but you may just run down to the Parsons and see how he is. Is he sick? asked Polly in awe. To have the Parson sick was something quite different from an ordinary person's illness. He's taken with a chill, said mrs pepper biting off a thread so mrs Huldy folsom told me last night and i'm afraid he's going to have a fever oh dear said polly in dire distress whatever we do mommy i don't know i'm sure replied mrs pepper setting her stitches firmly the lord will provide so you run along child and see how he is can Phronsie go asked polly pausing halfway to the bedroom door well "'Yes, I suppose she might,' said Mrs. Pepper, assentingly. Uh, "'No, she can't either,' said Polly, "'coming back with her sunbonnet bonnet in her hand, "'shutting the door carefully after her, "'cause she's fast asleep on the floor. "'Is she?' said Mrs. Pepper. "'Well, she's been running, "'so this morning she's tired out, I suppose. "'And her face is dreadfully red,' continued Polly, "'tying on her bonnet. "'Now, what'll I say, Mammy?' "'Well, I should think t'would be,' said Mrs. Pepper, "'replying to the first half of Polly's speech. "'She cried so, and uh, you just tell Mrs. Henderson "'your ma wants to know how Mr. Henderson is this morning, "'and if it was a chill he had yesterday, "'and how he slept last night, and, oh, ma,' said Polly, "'I can't remember all that.' "'Oh, yes, you can,' said Mrs. Pepper, encouragingly. "'You just put your mind to it, Polly.' isn't anything to what I used to have to remember when I was a little girl no bigger than you are. Well, Polly sighed, and feeling sure that something must be the matter with her mind, gave her whole attention to the errand, till at last, after a multiplicity of messages and charges, not to forget any one of them, Mrs. Pepper let her depart. Up to the old-fashioned green door, with its brass knocker, Polly went, running over in her mind just which of the messages he ought to give first. She couldn't for the life of her think whether, if twas a chill he had yesterday, ought to come before how he slept. She knocked timidly, hoping Mrs. Henderson would help her out of her difficulty by telling her without her asking. All the other front doors in Badgertown were ornaments, opened only on grand occasions, like a wedding or a funeral. But the minister's was accessible alike to all, so Polly let the knocker fall and awaited the answer. A scuffling noise sounded along the passage, and then Polly's soul sank down in dire dismay. It was the minister's sister and not gentle little Mrs. Henderson. She never could get on with Miss Jerusa in the least. She made her feel as if she'd told her mother once as if i don't know what my name is and now here she was with all those messages miss jerusha unbolted the door slid back the great bar opened the upper half and stood there she was a big woman sharp black eyes spectacles over top of which she looked which to polly was much worse for that gave her four eyes well what do you want she asked I came to see, I, I mean, my mom sent me, stammered poor Polly. And who is your ma, demanded Ms. Jerusha, much like a policeman as anything, and where do you live? I live in Primrose Lane, replied Polly, wishing very much she was back in Primrose Lane. I don't want to know where you live before I know who you are, said Mrs. Jerusha. You should answer the question I asked first, always remember that my ma's mrs pepper said polly mrs who repeated miss jerusha by this time polly was so worn out she came nearly turning and fleeing she thought of her mother's disappointment in her and the loss of the news and stood quite still what is it jerusha a gentle voice broke upon polly's ear i don't know responded mrs jerusha tartly "'still holding the door, much as if Polly were a robber. "'It's a little girl, and I can't make out what she wants.' "'Why, it's Polly Pepper,' exclaimed Mrs. Henderson pleasantly. "'Come in, child.' "'She opened the other half of the big door "'and led the way through the wide hall into a big old-fashioned room. "'Painted floor, high old sideboard, and some stiff-back rocking chairs.' Miss Jerusha stalked in also, and seated herself by the window, and began to knit. Polly just opened her mouth to tell her errand when the door was also open, and suddenly Mr. Henderson walked in. Oh, said Polly, and then she stopped, and the color flushed up to her face. What is it, my dear? said the minister, and took her hand kindly, looking down in her flushed face. "'Are you not going to have a fever and and be sick and die?' she cried. (laughs) "'I hope not, my little girl,' he smiled back encouragingly. And then Polly gave her messages, which now she managed easily enough. "'There,' broke in Miss Jerusha. "'Cat can't sneeze in this town, but everybody will know it in a quarter of an hour.' And then Mrs. Henderson took Polly out to see a brood of new little chicks." that just popped their heads out into the world, and to Polly down on her knees admiring time passed very swiftly indeed. Uh, now I must go, ma'am, she said at last, for Mammy didn't say I was to stay. Very well, dear, do you think you could carry a little pat of butter? I have some very nice my sister sent me, and I want uh, your mother to share it. Oh, thank you, ma'am, cried Polly, thinking how glad Davy'll be, for he so loves butter. Only oh, wait a bit then, said Mrs. Henderson, who didn't seem to notice the objection. So she went into the house, and Polly went down again in admiration before the fascinating little puffballs. But she was soon on the way, with a little pat of butter in a blue bowl over a clean cloth happy in her gift for Mammy and in the knowledge of the minister being all well. I wonder if Phronsie's awake, she thought to herself at the little brown gate. If she is, she'll have a piece of bread with lots of butter. Hush, said Mrs. Pepper suddenly from the rocking chair in the middle of the floor. She had something in her arms. Polly stopped suddenly, almost letting the bowl fall. It's Phronsie," said Mother. I don't know what's the matter with her. You'll have to go for the doctor, Polly, and just as fast as you can. Polly stood still, holding the bowl and staring with all her might. Phronsie's sick. Don't wake her, said Mrs. Pepper. Poor Polly couldn't have stirred to save her life for a minute. Then she said, where shall I go? Run to Dr. Fisher's. don't be gone long and that's where we'll cut it off for today and we will continue on with the five little peppers and how they grew coming up on tomorrow's show all right hey don't forget to hit that follow button right down there if you don't have your free rumble account sign up it's quick and easy doesn't cost you anything they don't spam your inbox and uh, you'll be able to follow the show, take part in our live chat. Great to hear from Robin Ware, Apache Roberts, Layden, all the great folks here in our chat tonight. Thank you again, very much. And I will see you all again tomorrow.
0: You just heard the Jay Sheldon Show. Join us Monday through Friday here on Rumble. Thanks for watching.
2: Snort. <laughs>